Welcome back. My name is Summer. And my name is Nick. And this is This, this is, is a mess. mess. Hey guys. It is been a while. Um, unf- it seems like a while since I recorded uh, an episode with you guys. Unfortunately, Summer is in Ohio, um, so we haven't had a chance to film. Luckily, since you guys loved her so much on the last episode, I begged her to come back and be my lovely co-host for today. So today, co-hosting as a fill-in for summer, we have Daniela Delta. Hello. Hi, guys. Missed you so much. (laughs) Never fear, though. Summer will be back and ready to go next week. Um, So whatever. Without further ado... Let's jump in today's episode with Daniela. Yes. I guess I'll start by asking you, how are you doing? For real. Like, tell me the real answer. I'm doing I'm doing good. Okay. Um, I would say overall, today was a rainy Friday. It's beautiful out That's now, though. Nice. Yeah. Um, it was a rainy Friday. Motivation wasn't the highest, but we're here, and we're doing the thing. So, exactly. we, you know, it's, I have to say, I have no complaints. Too blessed to be stressed. No How are you? No complaints, no con. Exactly. <laughs> I think this was really the good, a good example. I feel like his was complaining. For the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. We'll justify it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I feel like it was, a, it was definitely a stressful Friday for me. I think, it, you know, it's Friday. I don't. I think there's no such thing as a good Friday in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> what is Friday? In I don't real think estate? there's a good weekend. The, we, the, the weekdays <laughs> just don't exist in real exactly. estate. So. so it's one of those stressful days, but nonetheless, it's the weekend. It's, yeah. it's time to you know relax. I got a lot of laundry to do, so we'll work on that. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> um, so tell me what what are you like? I guess. I'm not obsessing, but what are you really vibing with recently? Could be music, movies, TV. Um, let's see. So I'm definitely like overall not a big TV person. So like I, I don't really know where my time goes to be honest, because I feel like I have no free time. Um, don't read as many books as I would like to either. But I would say like one, I have like comfort shows that I go okay. back to. So my comfort shows are Vampire Diaries, mm. Gossip Girl, mm. and Gilmore Good Girls. Good one. So those are the three that I go back Great to. Right now we're in a big Gossip Girl era. So I feel like certain seasons lead me back to certain shows. Like during the fall, I'm like let's let's That's get back into true. Gilmore Girls because I'm yep. feeling it. You know, mm-hmm. it's that weather. I think during springtime, I know I fall back into like One Tree Hill. Mm. I haven't seen I'm that not, one yet. Really? Yeah. You're in North Carolina and you haven't seen One Tree Hill. Yes, it's a pity, honestly. <laughs> I feel like that's that's something I definitely. Uh, I feel like those are some good shows, though. Yeah, I they're feel my, like they're my solid quality TV shows. Like if you said anything bad, I would tell you. Yeah, but I feel like I watch all of them. Yeah. I feel like Gilmore Girls is a good one. I don't think I've watched Vampire Diaries since high school, maybe. Oh, my gosh. I've watched Vampire Diaries more times than I can even explain to you. I, I don't think this is a spoiler. And if it's a spoiler, then you're or you're too late anyway. Oh, God. But, like, I feel like once Elena died, I was just like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like this. <laughs> oh, this is odd. But I think that's when I kind of, like, just cut it off. I was just like... Well, the thing about Vampire Diaries is it ends so suddenly. It's so weird. It's so it sudden. It's like they should have... 
done another season. They should have done another season. I Most if they were just like canceled and they just was like, you know, let's just hurry up and end it. Yeah. I don't know what happened, Sweet. but I want answers. Yeah. <laughs> Gilmore Girls sounds very good. Mm-hmm. Really like Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Have you watched The Year in the Life? No. It's their uh, reboot. No, Netflix. I haven't. It's like, I think it's two seasons. Okay. Two seasons, and it follows Rory after she comes back and everything. Oh, yeah, because she, she grew up. And her and, like, Luke and, um... I really hate seeing Rory date, though. And I'm sure everybody feels it, that way. It gets even worse in the Because she's our life. child. It gets even worse in the year in a life. Because they bring back all the good ones. See, mentally... And like to say, man, it's not going to work out. All right, mentally, physically, just don't know if I'm able to. So, out of all... <laughs> now, tell me, out of all the guys she did, who's one you would pick? I know my Well, of answer. course, her first love. Really? Yeah. I'm going with Jesse. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like Logan was just eh. I didn't like Logan that much. Okay. Jesse, Fair. though. Fair. I like Jesse. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what kind of music are you vibing with right now? What artists, what albums, what genre? Um, let's see. So I'm going to the Love and Life Music Festival. Oh, so I've that. just had Noah Khan on repeat, literally yeah. all the time. One I of have our him. sponsors. Yep, exactly. One of the sponsors. Subtle plug there. Um, but so of course Noah Khan. Um, I was listening to T Swift on the way here, although I wouldn't call myself a Swifty. Um, but her folklore album, if you don't like her folklore album, there's probably like some mental, like psychiatric help that needs to be going on because, yeah, you just have to like that album. I feel like if it's any album of Taylor Swift that I would just say that I listen to just for the gag of listening to it, mm-hmm. it's probably 1989. Okay. I don't okay. know why. I just feel like. That good pop music sounds like a good summertime mm. vibe. See, my summer, as soon as it gets warmer, I'm listening to Greta Van Fleet, Stevie Nicks, mm. um, Fleetwood Mac. Mm. That's like, as soon as it gets warm, Those are good ones. automatically. Those are good ones. Yeah. It's just... It's, I feel like summer brings out... I don't know. I feel like I listen to like Brockhampton, mm. Frank Ocean. I don't know. Something about them just feels summer. See? That feels winter to me. I feel like Noah Khan is my winter. Yeah. Oh, most I, well, I mean, I feel like Noah Khan is my, like, you know, All year round. But, <laughs> but I also feel like, also, like, I feel Zach Bryan is also kind of my summer. Mm. Like, I mean, if you put on hey Driver, oh, hey no. Driver with the windows oh, down no. in the summertime, <laughs> that would kill. Yeah. So, like, I feel like maybe I'd say, I would say my, maybe my summertime isn't. Maybe not so much Brockhampton. Frank Ocean's like a rainy day. Frank Ocean is rainy day. Or like late night. Yeah. Like those like random like seven 11 o'clock. p.m. Yeah, yeah, like 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, it's seven dark. To like 1 in the morning. Yeah. Throw, throw on some Frank You're Ocean. You're like on the interstate. But I feel like Frank Ocean is like, I don't know. Every time I say he's my number one, I, I'm like, oh my God, but what about this person? But I feel like Frank is truly, I feel like Frank and Noah probably I would put, and Ty. maybe, 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 uh, <clears throat> uh, Zach Bryan, I'd put at mm. my number one spot. SZA, SZA would be up there too. So who's number one? <laughs> he just named like four number ones. <laughs> I'd say Frank, <sighs> Zach Bryan, like Noah Khan, SZA. Okay. And then controversial, and you know, if anybody's upset by this, I'm sorry. I might have to throw Kanye at number five. 
Kanye. I like his. I like his old music. Yeah, I mean, it's solid. I'm uh, not going to debate you on that I one. Just can't agree with everything he does, but you know you can't agree with everything everybody does. No, you're not going to agree with everything so, by any means. But, but like, those are solid. But like, that's. I feel like I'm really listening to Noah Khan now, though. Yeah. Like, for the same reasons. Love and Life. He's coming to Asheville in May. Um, and then, or he goes, he goes to Loving Life first, and then, then in Asheville. Asheville, and then he's in Texas the next month. He's touching our lands, baby. Uh, we gotta just, get ready. I just have to, I have to see it live. Mm-hmm. And I'm you gonna, will. I, I will. You will. I will. I'll be backstage <laughs> with him. We'll be best buddies. Mm-hmm. Maybe we already are. Who knows? <laughs> um, so you said you're not, you're not watching TV. Not really. What, no. Like, products are you obsessing over like what's 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 like a go-to in your bag what's what's something you're holding on to that you really just can't feel like you can't like i mean i always have to have chapstick on me but i'm I'm never um i use the burt's bees chapstick and then i use chapstick chapstick lover like just the brand chapstick oh really i see i have like i feel like you always have that random like chapstick chapstick in your house somewhere. Oh my god, you pulled it out of your pocket. Just the original. <laughs> but um, the burst bees for sure. Because I've used like the Vaseline and stuff, and everything else breaks me out. So I've heard um, a lot of people have tried to get me on Aquaphor. I, I got on the hype for a quick minute, and then I was just like, eh. That one breaks me out too. I feel like it just makes my lips like I'm wearing lip gloss on Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I want something that's subtle and works and the no, chapstick brand just, works for me. If I'm doing like a no makeup kind of day, I'll put my Burt's Bees and then my Laneige um, lip gloss over. And then that's it. I feel like that's, I feel like having chapstick, chapstick is the one thing you should always have. Oh, definitely. I just feel like I can't, I don't feel a hole if I don't have my chapstick. I will yeah. text my friends and be like, there's, I don't have my chapstick. It's going to mm-hmm. be a terrible day. It's like not having your headphones. Oh Yeah. Headphones. If I don't have my AirPods, I'm a wreck. Yeah, I'm the same way. If I li- if I'm leaving my house for a certain amount of time, I always have to have chapstick, headphones, and I always have an emergency snack mm. every single time. Because mm. I get What's your emergency snack. It's these um the Builders protein bar. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm you gotta a, get your protein. I'm a big fan of the. I always have them. I have two boxes in my car right now, actually, in my center console. It's a Nature's Bakery Fig Bars. Fig Bars? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, my mom used to always pack those for me oh, in middle okay. school, so I'm, like, traumatized. But I feel like my parents forced – they kind of forced us on them. Like, they like the Fig Newtons and everything, like the really sugary ones. Oh, yeah. And I kind of was like, ugh. Like, but that's so healthy of you. But the consistency of it is weird. I yeah. feel like, cause it's that's like, a, it's like a Nutri-Grain bar, <clears throat> yeah. but it has like some weird crunch in it every time you bite into mm-hmm. them and I don't like that's that. That's what gets me. But like, if you're a I've texture gotten, person. I've got, as I've gotten older, like I really like the Nature's Bakery, like mm. the blueberry fig. Well, that's so healthy of you. So healthy. I'm Everything so... else is not. I probably have like a Chick-fil-A <laughs> bag in my car as well. <laughs> Balance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You said you said a snack. You know, snack should be healthy. It is a snacky snack. That's a good. That snack. are that are like, I like cashews. I feel like cashews is such mm-hmm. a good snack. Yeah, I'm also I'm a bevy girl all the way. I will be drinking three different drinks at one time. My favorite are Olipops, though. I tried the ginger. I think it was a ginger ale. The ginger ale and the lemon lime Olipop. You don't like it. It's not for me. <gasps> Oh, that just, hurt my heart. It just—I'm a big fan of ginger. I can eat—I can eat ginger I love, by itself. Yeah. I love ginger. Yeah, 
but it just tasted like a ginger seltzer. Huh. And it just didn't taste right to me. I like the vintage cola. Mm. That's my brother my likes the vintage. He's a, my brother is a huge Poppy fan. Yeah. I'm me. I, I can't. Yeah. I just, I would love a replacement for soda. I don't really, I don't really drink soda that often anyway. Yeah. I'm a big, like, Powerade or Gatorade kind of person. I see that. Literally. <laughs> I have to get the flavors that my family hates because they won't drink them. And no one likes lemon. Yeah, I was like, no why do you not get blue? I feel like as growing up, my parents always bought those flavors. You're like, okay, it's time to mature. And Glacier Freeze. Oh, the so best we used one. to always have that in the house, and I hate it. Okay, them. I'm sorry. I don't know if you're the same way, but to me, growing up, if somebody had like blue Gatorade at their house, I, my brain immediately thought they were rich. I was like, yep, you come from a very wealthy family. And I envy you. <laughs> like, I feel like that's, I mean, it, it makes sense. I literally, like, I just remember, like, now, immediately. Now, buying the, as a grown adult, buying my own cases of Gatorade, <laughs> yeah. those were, that case they was are. eight bucks. I know, they are. Eight bucks for no, actually, eight Gatorade. That is crazy. If I came over to your house and I opened up your pantry, of course, with the parents' permission, but I, and if I opened up your pantry and I saw you had Gatorade in there, Instantly, I was just like, I want to be adopted by these people. We used, like, to, we used to be a huge beverage house. Like, oh, we, used, we had our garage fridge stocked with oh, drinks. You sodas, were that family? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would have been and like, now this it's man. Just like, I feel like we don't drink. None of us really drink sodas. My no. brother's probably one of my brothers is the only brother that drinks any kind of like soda. So we don't buy sodas. No. My dad doesn't really drink sodas. My mom doesn't really drink sodas. That's so crazy. Like, if, we, if anything, we have a thousand Gatorades because we all like different flavors. Mm. I think anyone to me and this, you know, this might hurt some feelings, but I think if you drink fruit punch Gatorade, I judge you. And I think you, I agree with that. The weirdest yeah. type of person. I feel like fruit punch is That's just wrong. Gross. Yeah. Anything fruit punch, honestly, in my yeah. opinion. I agree. I just, just feel wrong. like as a kid taking medicine, I, as an adult now, I don't think I can ever put those medicine or that flavor in my mouth again. I support that. That and grape. Anything great. Grape not, can be good. I'm not a big fan like of grapes. Like a great Jolly Rancher? Oh, ew. Oh. I'm not a big fan of Jolly Ranchers anymore, though. Yeah, they hurt my teeth. I'm getting old. I just feel like I eat one and I feel like my teeth, it's like candy corn. And your stomach you is eat like. eat candy corn, you just feel like your teeth are deteriorating. Yes, no, should. actually. I feel like I get that from Jolly Ranchers. I feel that. I haven't had Jolly Rancher probably in like three years, so. God, now I kind of want a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I just talked all that crap about them. But should we get like, Jolly Ranchers? Should we just go pick up a Jolly Rancher? <laughs> I wonder if you can, like, Uber Eats. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. Just, just a little try at the podcast. Just do a little. Haven't had a Jolly Rancher. A little Rancher. commercial break so we can eat a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine just a smacking of eating a Jolly Rancher while talking? <laughs> That's the worst kind of ASMR. Um, so... We talked about this before we recorded, but we were like, you know, we're going to talk about pop culture. Yeah. And we were going to get into that, but we both realized, me and you don't keep up with pop culture. Not at all. At all. I think the only pop culture that I've really kept up to date with recently was the Super Bowl. Obviously, yeah. You know. Because how could you not? It was in your face, like, I'm every a, two seconds. I'm a 49ers fan. <laughs> Been a 49ers fan my whole life, so, like, obviously it's a big deal. But, like, the drama behind, you know, you know Taylor Swift and everything behind it, I feel like that's the only pop culture they're really keeping up with it, and I don't feel like I need to give that any kind of ammo. No, we just don't need to give it any more attention than it already has. Like, yeah, what are we gonna do? Just pop her head in? Maybe just 
play Taylor Swift. Yeah. I, just, I do feel like people getting mad about Taylor Swift being shown in other games, that was kind of stupid. But I also just never watched a game where she was shown a lot. I never yeah. cared. I didn't Except care to watch the Chiefs games. Super Bowl was crazy. But then I watched the Super Bowl, and then I was like, it just, it, it was I get what they're doing. They're, they're trying to get ratings. Showing Taylor Swift definitely gets ratings. I mean, ratings. it definitely got reactions out of people. But I also, I get it now, but I don't, I don't, it's not the fact that like, oh, stop showing them because like you're taking it away from football. It's just like, if you're going to show her, at least show all the wives and girlfriends. Yeah. She's just been around for like yeah. less than what, six and months. And there's people like and wives there. wives that have been here that have put so much effort into their husband's lives yeah. and everything and have been there for Literally them. are like the mothers of and their children. And you're showing this girl for like, yeah. that they've been in a relationship for six months. Yeah. It's like, ridiculous. That to me is, would be the only reason why like I'm upset by yeah. it. Yeah. But other than that, I, I agree. Less. I agree with you. I just, I don't, Taylor Swift is not someone that takes my attention. No, me either. <laughs> I just like her folklore album. That's it. <laughs> 19, I say 1989, but it's just style. Yeah. That song. It's a good song. Style. It's just a good song. <laughs> That's amazing. And I think it was, when was it written? It was written about, like, by, like, Harry Styles, written for Harry Styles. I heard something like that. But again, I'm literally weird. a grandma. Like, yeah. I genuinely don't keep up on pop culture. I feel like TikTok has helped me with pop culture a lot. I deleted I like TikTok. Such a sad life. I'm so out of the loop. It's, it's crazy. Such a sad life. I couldn't. I couldn't. That's so, that says so bad that I can't delete TikTok and I don't that's, Well, that's what it came down to for me. I was like, the fact that this is so hard for me to do, it means I really need to get rid of it. Like, any other social media app, like, I hate, I, I get so mad. I had a conversation with my friend Marina about this, but I get so mad when I, when people, certain people, like, you know when you're talking to a certain person, you're like, you're checking if they watch her story and everything. <laughs> yeah. I get so mad when that specific person doesn't watch my story. Oh, Yeah. It's crazy. But, like, I hate watching stories. Yeah, I know. Me too. I never so watch stories. If, if I open Instagram, I probably watch, 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 <laughs> watch the, like, first, like, maybe four or five that come up, like, yep. at the top. Same. Same thing with Snapchat. I don't even open Snapchat to watch stories. I'm sorry. I don't I, don't I have care. Snapchat <laughs> I don't even care to open a story on Snapchat. The goal is to be a sense. ghost. But... Like, going on Instagram, I open it and watch the first, like, four or five stories, and then, like, I can't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have, care that much. weird, but I get so mad when people don't watch my story. Same. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird. It's just it's a rite of passage. Like, just what it's like growing up with social media. The minute, but, like, also, but I also feel like I can get mad at the certain person, because as soon as he posts his stories, I'm the first person to watch. I make sure of it. And I don't know how... It's something in my mind says, open Instagram right now, and his story is right there. <laughs> it's just... It's telekinesis. <laughs> They're just bonded. Yeah. That's a, that's a soul tie right there. Um, so, I hate to do this, but um, we are going to play a quick game. It's probably not going to be quick. No one does. We talk. Um, but first, we're going to hear some words from our sponsors. So, let's cut to that, and then cool. we'll see you guys in a sec. All right. Hey, music lovers, are you ready for a local music experience like never before? Well, we've got the perfect event for you. Coming to Charlotte, North Carolina, May 3rd through 5th is Loving Life Music Fest, the ultimate music extravaganza that brings together the hottest artists, electrifying performances in an atmosphere that will make your heart beat to the rhythm of pure excitement. This festival features some amazing artists like Noah Kahn, Post Malone, Dominant Fight. 
Chainsmokers, The Baby, Maggie Rogers, Jesse Murph, and many more. This is your go-to destination for all things music. So don't miss out on the opportunity of the music event of the year. Grab your tickets to Loving Life Music Fest on May 3rd through 5th, and be sure to use the code THISISAMESS for an extra 10% off the purchase of any three-day pass to the festival. That is T-H-I-S-I-S-A-M-E-S-S for 10% off any ticket price. Don't wait and miss the amazing opportunity to see some of your favorite artists. We hope to see you there. All right, we're back. Hello. We're, we're back. Are you ready for this rapid fire question game? It's I not am. going to be rapid fire. I feel like we're going to be slow fire, but probably. But I'm excited. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. Um, first question Who is someone you admire the most? Dead or alive? Celebrity, non-celebrity, personal, whatever. I would say somebody I admire the most is one of my family friends. Her name is Leah. Um, just growing up, never really had a good, like, close relationship with either of my parents. And she was kind of like a step-in mom to me. She really guided me and gave me someone to look up to. Um, she made sure to, you know, tell me about God and, you know, just kind of help me with, like, getting on the right path I guess she yeah. was always she helped me with like college applications and like stuff like that <laughs> so I'm definitely like the person I am today because of her so yeah I would say Leah I like that answer what about you Leah if you're listening <laughs> yeah right we love you we love you Leah <laughs> um I feel like it's such a hard question to answer because it's just like you have to think about it you do but I feel like I hate to say it but I don't know if it's a good answer but I would say my mom. Yeah. I because, love that. like, I don't know. I just feel like my mom's been through more than normal people have gone through. Mm -hmm. And my mom still comes out, like, still swinging, still still killing it. Yeah. Still being the best damn mother there is. Aww. Um. So, and my father. I mean, my father talking a lot and did a lot of great things. So I definitely would say my parents. I feel yeah. like, if anything, if, you know, if I grew up to be a nobody... I just, you know, keep living my life how, how I am now, I would feel set in what I have done if I'm anything half what my parents are. So, like I feel like <laughs> they're never going to listen to that part. I'm just going to tell them to not listen to this episode. <laughs> uh, I feel like cutting to this next question just feels awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Who favorites? Like, give me your favorite actor artist we'll do we'll do the three a's actor artist author okay um let's see my favorite actor hmm and this is acting wise not because they're hot or not okay yeah just sort of acting, acting okay um i would say i like like lively a lot I like just everything she's in is usually a really great I movie. I like she stands for, too, as a person. Mm -hmm. so. Me, too. Yeah. That's a big thing for me is, like, what they stand for. And leading into that, I really like Matthew McConaughey, too. Yeah. We talked about this earlier. Yeah, we talked about him. Matthew McConaughey. Oh. So I would just say those two because one of the things I stand for and two, every single movie they are in never misses. So I would say that. For artists, you mean, like, music artists? Yeah. Um, Unless you know, like a painter, 
maybe mm. say. I don't really have a favorite painter. Van Gogh. Oh my god! It's definitely not Vin Diesel. He's a great artist. I love yeah, his work. Right. <laughs> um. Let's see. I have a lot. I really, really like Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. Really, really like Fleetwood Mac. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really like um, Greta Van Fleet. Noah Kahn. There's just it's so, so many. There's so many great artists. Taylor Childers. Oh, He's love. amazing. Love. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, I have too many. I'm, I have way too of a diverse <laughs> music taste, so I'll go into author. Um, I really like C.S. Lewis and Brennan Manning. Are you a C.S. Lewis? He's fiction, right? Or romance? He is like, um, he, so he wrote, um, no, he wrote. He's spiritual, right? Yeah, he's spiritual. So he wrote Mere Christianity and um, um, The Screw Tape Letters. Yes. Yes. I worked at Barnes and Noble, and I'm seeing his name. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what did I see it on? Yeah, he is like every time you read one of his books, you're just like a different person. You're just like, what was that? <laughs> like, when did I just go under like extreme character development? I don't remember that. Um, but I would say those two. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've already given my like favorite artist. Yeah. <laughs> you the top five. Yeah. I would. I will say like Noah Kahn and Zach Bryan. And maybe this one I didn't say earlier, but Claro, I feel like Claro. I feel like huh. I recently Noah Khan, my friend showed me him, and at first I was like, eh, I don't know yeah. if this is really for me. And then I just started listening to his music more and more, and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even like the beats or the the tempo of the songs or anything. It was just the words he says, mm-hmm. just like, like come on, yeah. that's a lyricist. Because right that's the thing is like if you're a lyrics. Like, you can't beat his lyrics. You can't. And it's so diverse, too. Like, it's not just, like, you know, Taylor Swift has her niche of, like, breakups. Mm -hmm. Like, he can do breakups, for Mm -hmm. sure. But he can also do, like, depression, anxiety, like, growing up. Like, you get that all in one Nostalgia. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, he just does it all. I feel like when it comes to writing, Noah Khan and this one, Adele. Honestly, I feel oh, like gosh, Adele. I love me some Adele. Her music is so oh. thirty album. Come on, I drink. I drink wine. wine. Oh my god! Come come on. On. Oh my best. gosh! I one drink wine. Is to be loved. I oh mean, my gosh! Can we? Oh. She's just all I the ask. Woman she, the woman she is. The woman she is. Do you like all I ask, or do you like um, I drink wine more? Oof. Or chasing pavements. <laughs> chasing pavements is an oldie. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like it's such a, a goodie. It's a, it's a, it's just something you can go back to. Mm-hmm. But I drink wine. Come on, I drink I just, wine. Is the like lyrics, the lyrics. It's think, not even like her one. Her voice, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every time we talk about the greats, we throw Taylor Swift, we throw yeah. Beyonce, we throw all these different artists. But I feel like Adele gets left. Adele gets forgotten many she times. She does. And her voice, her lyrics, She's the music she puts out, I just, I don't think there's anything like it. She's I drink wine. When it comes to lyrics, because I feel like <clears throat> back when she was doing like 19 and uh, 21 and everything. I wasn't a huge she, fan. It, there was like a hidden message in every yes. song and you had to like really look for it. And yeah. when I was that young, listening to that music, yeah, true. I wasn't That's getting probably it. part of it why I wasn't a huge fan because <laughs> I, I was like 12 and I was like, what is this lady saying I right wasn't now? getting it. So like, I feel like for me, it's just the songs, just knowing them from my childhood. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so good. Yeah. But I feel like all I ask, just that pleading and everything, <sighs> like, 
it's just, just it's it's depressing and it's like desperate, but it's so. I love good. a good yearning genre. It's the so yearning good. genre is just like oh, there is no better form of art mm-hmm. than the yearning genre. But I drink wine. Yeah, I I, I, agree. I think I drink I think wine it takes has to be number one. Yeah, I honestly I drink wine and to be loved. Because to be loved, mm-hmm. when you've really gone through a heartbreak, whether it's been marriage like her or like, and you know, we're young, we haven't experienced mm-hmm. that kind of divorce or anything, yeah. but like relationships, we've all had some pretty terrible relationships yeah. in our past that have really put us in a situation where you don't you don't think that it's so severe that you would relate to something like that but yeah right you just have to put yourself into the right. shoes of that yeah and you really start to understand it more yeah and i feel like to be loved like the amount of ridiculous things that you do when you're in love all the things you do just to be loved by that one person is Shoot. crazy Shoot. crazy i'm about to like so, shut a tear <laughs> so i feel like adele I just, I, lyricist wise, I would say I would put Adele and Noah Khan. Yeah. Very, very, very high up. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. There's just nothing better. Like I love SZA, and I yeah. can listen to her music, but sometimes but I her can't lyrics relate. Don't, yeah. I can't relate. They don't hit as hard. Also, I don't like it him so as as much as I did before. But Sam Smith, growing up, you know, being in the closet yeah. and everything, I feel like there's a a genre of Sam Smith in the Lonely Hour. Or, mm. uh, what's what's that other album he released? I can't remember the name of it. I can see the cover. It's like a white cover with his face. I can't oh, think of I it. Oh, I don't know. Is, that's one. Um, Too Good at Goodbyes is on. Yeah, yeah. I think those <clears throat> specifically. I feel like growing up, you know, in high school and everything, and not being out and everything. Those were good comfort songs. The mm-hmm. lyrics. I actually related to them so much and everything. Like you'll love me, but not in that way. Kind of, mm-hmm. oh, God, come on. Yeah, it's so crazy. So I feel like when it comes to favorite artists, it has to be people who I can truly relate, relate to. I feel to. like those people I really relate I to. Agree. I agree. I agree. Music I is a form of therapy, and no it one can really convince is. me otherwise. It really is. I Nothing Nothing is better than, and if you don't have your license, I'm so sorry <laughs> to anybody who doesn't have a license, but nothing is better than getting into your car and turning on the music that you need for in that mm-hmm. moment. And I, I truly feel mo- like music can change your mood. Oh, if I turn on a sad song yeah. while I'm happy, I'll Goodbye. end up crying by the end of it. See you later. Like, train wreck by James Arthur. Put that song on. I don't care what <laughs> mood I am. I'm going to cry. I don't get it. Something uh, in that song just makes you have to burst into tears. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like, I feel like those are just good, just good lyricists that I feel like I have to listen to. And turning on any of those songs when you get in the car just can really yep. just save save the day. I agree. For the better. To, and to know, it also helps to know that you can relate to some of these people. Like these yeah. average Joe Schmo people like us yeah. can relate to like these big celebrities who you think you never have never have these problems and they release this music and it just mm-hmm. hits you right in the core and you're just like, hey, that's good. I agree. I do have to also promote as a favorite artist a local person from Huddersville, North Carolina, grew up in Charlotte. Her name is Renee Rapp. So Wait, good. She's from Huntersville? She's from Huntersville. She went to Hope Wait, Hope I didn't even know and that. And then went to Northwest School of the Arts right over on Betty's Ford. No way. Betty's Ford, Betty's Ford. Same wow, I've I listened to her, but I did not know she was from here. She, so she grew up in Huntersville, a few neighborhoods down from me when I moved to Huntersville in high school. 
And she ended up winning, like, the Bloobies, the Jimmies, and then went to Broadway. Did a show on HBO. Then released her debut album or debut EP and then released an album. And now she's touring. Now she's doing all these music festivals. Kind of mad she's not going to be at Loving Life. Yeah. But um, I feel like to see someone grow, I mean, even her music I can relate to, too. Um, So, like, I think it's just proud to see someone from Charlotte Mm -hmm. make it that big. So I think that's also another reason I put her in my favorites. Yeah. Um, Actor, I feel like... I don't know. I, I feel like it changes a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lot of actors. It depends on what I'm watching. Like, if I watch something that moves me, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, God. Like, I, yeah, this is good. And I, I think Matthew McConaughey is, like, one of those people for me. I, just, I don't know. It's just Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> one, he's, you know, he's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> no, nobody loves, nothing is better than a southern charmer like him. Yeah. But also, like, 10 Things, or not 10 Things I Hate About You, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm-hmm. Such such a comfort movie for yeah. me. And I feel like he's just so good. And then I would have to say, I don't know, Carrie Washington would be a big one for me. Mm. I'm, a big, I'm a big political drama fan. <laughs> I love political dramas. Yeah. I also like trash TV, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> political dramas are a big big thing for me and I I feel like her and Scandal was just such a great show (laughs) and I just I love her for that um when it comes to Arthur's authors (laughs) Arthur's when it comes to authors uh I feel like Mark Manson is that his name the subtle art of not giving oh uh, um I've read that book so I should know the he has he has like three there's an orange one a blue one and a green one and I think I've read all three. Okay. Subtle Art of Not Giving, and then... Yeah, it's Mark Manson. Yeah. Mark Manson, when it comes to self-help, but when it comes to fiction, Harlan Coben. What is he writing? Good one. Um, he's done uh, Sheltered, which is a show now on... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that show called? Or was that the Amazon Prime? The Stranger. Yeah. yeah. He has a lot of good things. And then maybe... Maybe Sally Rooney... Mm. Sally Rooney. Oh God. So what she is his genre? Is he like thriller, uh, like murder mystery? Okay. okay. Thriller kind of stuff that. like that. Yeah. Um, and then maybe Sally mm-hmm. Rooney. She kind of focuses on fiction. Uh, have you ever heard of Normal People? I've heard of it, but I've never. Rachel I saw. Isn't there a Netflix show on it? It's now? a Hulu show, and it's Hulu oh show. God, it will melt your heart. It was the. I read it before it came out, and it was the worst heartbreak I think I've ever experienced from a book like I've never I've never read a book I've read books and been impacted but this one like like I had to turn on sad music for a solid week I walked around depressed like I went through the heartbreak maybe I need to order it and then they released the show and to read it is one thing but to see it happen in front of you sent me down a downward spiral oh gosh do I want to read this, this book it's definitely something you cannot read very like quickly you have to like take mm-hmm. it in or else you're gonna be hurt okay <laughs> okay but i think those are my 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 three a's cool those are solid <laughs> <laughs> okay so this one i feel like we've touched on controversial topics like taylor swift and everything mm. but what's the most like maybe not controversial but what's the most unpopular opinion that you think you have Hmm. I feel like every time I say an unpopular opinion, it's kind of popular. So I know that's how I feel. I'm like, 
One thing that I believe strongly in that's like a new thing is I think that every single couple before getting married should have done like therapy because I think it's like one helping you to be set up for a successful marriage a lot better but I also feel like it's something people don't think about because everybody thinks they're good they think they're in a good spot to get married until they're not and so I think like just having that background even if you don't go like regularly consistently at least just having some sort of background in it especially if you come from trauma to like kind of touch on like you know just the the surface level even just get an idea become aware yeah Yeah, just become even aware even if you haven't fully worked through everything you just need to be aware of like what you got going on because to be able to help somebody else love you you got to know how you need to be loved so um that's like one of my i guess it could be controversial because it's something something not a lot of people do some people don't like therapy period some people don't like therapy so getting into therapy what someone you're not married to is already like a problem people don't even like to do therapy when yeah. they're married some people <laughs> view therapy as like a red flag maybe so and honestly yeah i don't see it as a red flag i don't, I don't either i don't go as often as i should probably <clears throat> i miss you patrick if you're listening to this <laughs> um but yeah no i i i, I would I, I would hope that should be a pot it should be a popular it opinion, should be but a it's popular not. yeah um I don't. I don't feel like I don't have an unpopular. I feel like, I feel like, one thing that I guess I can thank TikTok for is it made me realize all my unpopular opinions are popular. Are not, I know. Because the minute you say something, the algorithm Everybody picks else, it up and then it fully comes on here. That's how I feel. TikTok makes me feel so unoriginal. There is a specific person that is in a light of fame, and I don't really agree with any any of their morals or anything who they are and. There, I can't say that we can't name not. drop. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get doxxed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't really agree with anything they do. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of them, and you know, I feel like they have a good fan base, and uh, they'd hate me for it. But I just, I, I don't, I don't agree with them. I feel like they do what they do with their career is great, but as a person, they're horrible, and hmm. I just, I can't get behind them. Okay. I feel like that's an unpopular opinion, and I shouldn't have said it because I can't even say it. I wouldn't even name drop them. <laughs> I, I can't. We'll just have to lay in the mystery for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can pick up. You can pick up what I'm putting down. Um, what, what would you say was the best year of your life, and what was the worst <clears throat> year of your life? I feel like everyone knows those answers. Mm. I would say the best year of my life was 2016 such a random thing but I feel like everybody universally like I just feel like everybody's best year for some reason that year felt so carefree and like just great I don't know how to explain it just thinking of that year makes me happy your best year is my worst year was 2016? I feel like 2016 was my worst year. Seriously? I've even seen, like, TikToks and, like, memes about how, like, we'll never experience, like, the feeling 2016 gave us ever again. It's true. I mean, everything outside of it, like, you know, Vine and everything during yeah. that time. Oh, God, such a great time. I think I was just getting in a sticky situation with a relationship uh, that just started, and I feel like mm, maybe if that year didn't happen, that could I do probably it, yeah. wouldn't have... You know, spent many years yeah. now dealing with the, you know, trauma. effects and trauma <laughs> of it. So, like, I yeah. feel like 2016, I put as, like, my worst year. Aww. But I think it's just because that was the year I met that person. Yeah. So, it's just kind of like, maybe everything. if I take that person out of, you know, the equation. Yeah. I, can, I can see that. 
I was a sophomore in high school though that year, so me too. <laughs> it was awkward life. It was awkward, but it was great. It was so good. I feel like that's when I finally like. I feel like 2017 is finally where I, I was still not fully, you know, in a good place. But I feel like that's when I started, you know, getting it together. Okay. Maybe. So like you know, focusing on me, I was happy, mm-hmm. and I feel like I haven't felt that happiness since maybe I feel like 2020 I feel like mm-hmm. I finally picked up that happiness which is crazy yeah 2020 was a crazy year for everybody yeah. COVID I was forlowed I was sitting at home but that's when <laughs> I like finally sat, thought, sat and thought about real estate for a second mm-hmm. and I took real estate seriously and then photography like I've always been into photography and I've only did so many little things in it but that year yeah. I was like you know what Nick, get a it. camera and do what you can you're at home yeah so I sat and watched YouTube videos. I'm, I haven't taken a photography class since high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, just watch YouTube videos. You can learn it. And since then, like, now I have my own business. And yeah. I, I love it. So for like 20, 2020, I would say, is my best. 17 and 2020 are probably one of my best. But yeah. 16, definitely the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my worst year was. I think my worst year, honestly, was last year. Mm. which is crazy Mm. but last year was just like a mix of like a lot of highs and lows and like I had a lot of character development last year Mm. and learned like a lot of things about myself that just weren't easy to digest so it was just a year of like it ended up being really good and I think it's setting me up really well for this year but you know you got to go through some painful stuff to grow so I think last year how about we call 2024 is going to be our best year 2024 is going to replace so. our best years. I feel it. I, I, this is a year of prospering friendships, relationships. Yeah. This is discovering stuff about ourselves. I feel it, honestly. Maybe, I wouldn't even say fixing things about ourselves, but discovering things that are toxic habits and yeah. learning about that. Like, definitely something we could, like, 100% like work on and yeah. figure out who we are, discovering ourselves, our relationships. Yeah. You know, expanding yeah. our. Let's you know, claim it. Exactly. Let's claim it. Expanding because twenty twenty three was business ventures, working on yourself. Yeah. Getting further in where you want to be in life. Yes. Just, I, I think twenty twenty four is our year. Claim it because twenty twenty three belongs in the dumpster. Claim it right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one, Austin, if you're listening, I need you to turn it off for us. <laughs> Even though it's already agreed upon. He already upon, knows. <laughs> it's already agreed upon. But who is your celebrity crush slash would be your hall pass? Ian Samaholder. Oh my gosh. Do not disrespect him like that. Beautiful eyes. He, I just don't like Beautiful his, everything. His smile just creeps me out. Oh my gosh. He has no. a murderous smile. And it's very attractive. <laughs> I was a Paul Wesley when it came oh, to no. when it came to Vampire Diaries. You know what's funny though in real life, Paul Wesley is actually more of a jerk and Ian Sommelholder is like an angel. Oh one hundred percent I could believe that. Yeah. I don't know, it just had more of a real bad boy vibe to him than I think yeah. Ian Sommerholder did. Yeah. I just It's funny how they gave them like the opposite like I could see them having the opposite roles. But Damon did Damon very well. So That's I'm a not crazy hall pass. I feel like my hall pass is or celebrity crush is not a real celebrity. I feel like I have many crushes, but I feel like if I sat all of them down in front of me and then had to choose one, it's this, it's this guy, it's a social media guy, his name is Austin Casey, 
and I don't know something something about him. I need to look him up. This is like I literally just saw a picture of him as you were walking in, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna save to show it to the podcast. Okay, he's attractive, but he's also like very much so pretty boy. Like, I don't know something about him. He's not my type, but I could see the appeal. I could see the appeal. Him and maybe Vince Dunn. I feel like Vince Dunn, Dunn. hockey player, Canadian hockey player. I feel like mine are not celebrities. I feel like celebrities. I feel like my problem with celebrities is that it's just this. When I realize other people want them, I stop wanting (laughs) them. That's real. Like, Jack, I was on the full, I was fully on the Jack Harlow train before it became a huge train. Yeah. And then everybody wanted Jack Harlow, and I was like, that is so real. I don't feel it anymore. Whenever I was single and like, going on dates and things like that I would go on dates with like a few like pro athletes and stuff and just the fact Wait, that just they slide that in there. <laughs> but just the fact that they were like a pro athlete and knowing in my head on the date I was just like I'm never gonna see this guy again like this is never gonna happen again it's just something about it's not even like oh I feel like I have competition it's not a jealousy but thing or anything it's it just because they like, know they can have a lot of people that's that, what gets it's me. just like I don't know I just feel like I don't know. Yeah. I just, it's weird. It's It's, not even like, I, you know, if I trust them, I trust them. It's fine. I just feel like once everybody wants it, I just like, I can pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like for me, celebrities just like off hands, obviously Jake Gyllenhaal and Matthew McConaughey are still on the table. Still love them. Mm. Because I, you know, I don't care what anybody says about Jake Gyllenhaal. I love him. Mm. Me and him go way back. Okay. I used to DM him every day before the Instagram put like restrictions so you can only send an invite. And, um, You're just exposing never yourself. Responded. Never responded. Never responded. Oh but, no. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is also just—he's just a southern charmer, and I feel like you just can't. Yeah. You know, it's just—it's just Matthew McConaughey. It's just the way he talks. I it's agree. Like, yeah. Okay. So on the topic of relationships, trust, and everything. What are your biggest red flags that you see in a person that can make you get a red flag from them and be like, eh, maybe I'm not interested? And what do you, what would you say are your red flags? What do you think that people could say about you when you're like, you know what, maybe you're right? Mm. For me, a red flag is when a guy is really cocky. Because mm. usually yeah. that means they're like Jack covering Harlow. up really big insecurities. Um, and those are usually the guys who are going to like gaslight the crap out of you and just like, you know, they're not great people. So I feel like that's a good, like, you know, just first impression. Like that's something you can tell right off the bat. If like Mm -hmm. somebody's going to be good for you or not. So I would say, yeah, just cocky. Obviously there's things once you go deeper into knowing people that I'm like, Ooh, that could be red flag or whatever. But also a red flag for me is like, if they do like party drugs a lot, drink Uh, a lot, go out all the time. I feel like we've gotten past that age where you shouldn't yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, this is, this is con- actually, this is controversial, but a red flag for me is if they don't go to the gym. I can't. I can't. That Just from my own like personality personal type. Personal health is, should, it should be something, you know, at first I was kind of like, people who like the gym like that. Yeah. Weird. But you but need I to take care of like yourself. I, I used to go to the gym a lot. Now <clears> I stopped. You know, and I'm like, you know, maybe I get back into it. And now getting back into it, I feel like it's such, it just feels so much better to look at. It does. 
that lifestyle where you feel healthier, you feel, yeah. I feel good. And you're taking care of yourself, you're taking pride in, like, the one body you're given, you know? Like, it's just, like, if if you're sitting there, like, what else are you doing? Like, are you, what, like, you're home watching Netflix? Or, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But there needs to be balance. Like, you can't just be home all day, or this is at least for my type. I could not date a guy who was just home all day on the couch all day. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. Like, you have plenty of time in your day. Even if you don't go to the gym, just have something to do, do, do with something. your life. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, go for, go for a run. walk. Yeah, exactly. Whatever <laughs> it is, whatever that looks like, but, it, but take care call. of your body and yeah. take care of yourself. So that's something for me, too. Um, what would be red, red flags someone could say about you? That she mentions dating pro athletes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to I actually have not told a lot of people that, like, at all. I just told all the listeners. I know. Y'all better not tell anybody. But I actually, like, I don't even think my closest friends know that. But, um... It's crazy in Charlotte, because you can really... You can easily run into the people like that. Yeah, no, literally. Like, I mean, it happened in the most casual ways. Like, one Especially time... Especially dating apps. They just pop up. You can go out See, I wasn't on dating apps. But, um... Crazy. One way... Like, one way it even happened was whenever I was serving. One guy just came up to me, and his team was there for, like, an event. And then he can came up to me. Team? Huh? Can you drop the team? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't. There's not many teams in Charlotte. No, so, I could not. Um, I piece it together. But, um, yeah. And, I mean, there are no, like, big time guys. But just, like, the fact of, like... Um, no Christian McCaffrey's or anything? No, no Christian McCaffrey, unfortunately. Oh, God, it sucks. I use it. But, um, <laughs> no, but it was just, like, uh, just very casual things. But I would say red flag for me... I'm very outgoing, so I feel like one thing that could be a red flag for me is, like, if people think I'm, like, flirting with people or stuff like that. It's a Libra deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Us Libras are That's flirts. what I hear. That's what I hear. Us Libras are flirts. But, but you know, it happens, and, I, you know, sometimes we don't intentionally do it. But. Yeah, I just genuinely love making connections. Like, I love meeting new people. I love finding out more about people. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess I could see how that could be taken as flirting every once in a while. But that's, like, gen- genuinely not, like what I mean by it. It's so. also great for the career you chosen. Just a subtle plug. She yeah. is a realtor. I am a realtor. Yes. Daniela Delta. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's a, uh, you would say that's a red flag. Is that your, yeah, I think that's something I could take in as a red flag for people. That you're, oh, like how out, the flirting and everything. Okay. Like how outgoing I, I am. Yeah. But it's just but like I also I, feel like it's a Libra thing, and you're also an October Libra, so I think October Libras are biggest flirts. Not to mention, like you're you're right at the cusp of Libra mm-hmm. and Scorpio. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like I'll never like I never say like comment on anybody's looks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just interested in like what do you do for work or like you know really make you know see that's the thing about me though is that <clears throat> I'm weak in the knees. You know mm-hmm. I feel like. There was this guy on TikTok, and he goes to coffee shops, and every time he goes in, he'll talk to the barista and be like, how's your day going? I love like, that. And everything. But, like, if you did that to me, I'd be like, okay, it's like, are you trying to propose? Like, <laughs> the way? That's funny. Here? So I can kind of get, like, where people would think that's flirting, but I'm also the same way. Yeah. Is that, like... No, I mean, I, I, don't, I think that's a good way to be personally maybe people think that's a red flag but like as long as you're not like commenting on people's like i have never made a first move on anybody 
God. I'm not confident. I did it once and it was awful. I am nowhere near confident <laughs> enough to do that. So if I'm talking to you, it is. I promise you, I'm not hitting on you because I'm not confident enough to do that. Well, one time I did. I was at a restaurant and the server, and it's always worse to do it to the server because you know they're at work. Mm-hmm. It's awful, and I was like, you know what? Let me just do it. I would never do something like this on a normal day, <laughs> and I. Gave, gave them, they were like, I gave them a napkin, and, and I handed it to them, and I was like, here, and they were like, what's this? And I was like, please don't make me say this. <laughs> Take it and walk away. Take it and walk away, see it later, and then we'll worry about it then when I'm far away from you. <laughs> kept say, they kept saying, what is this? What is this? And I was like, it's, it's my number. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. Pat me on the back. <gasps> I was like, I'm actually in a relationship. Oh. And it was the most, it was the nicest way to be let down. I never went back to that restaurant. Oh. Never went back to that restaurant. See, so that's why you don't make a first move. And now I will never, I, that was three years ago and I've never made a first move since. That would traumatize me. That was awful. Yeah. And he was so nice about it, but it was just the worst. Yeah, that would traumatize me. The worst way to be let down. So. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I will she... never put myself out there again. <laughs> um... I think my – we Summer and I have talked about, like, our, you know, turnoffs, but I think one of my – not a turnoff, but, like, red flag. I – and we talked about this. I I like – I don't like talking on the – like, texting. I hate texting. I hate mm-hmm. people who can't sit there and talk to you on the phone or can't talk to you in person mm-hmm. because, like, to me, that's, like – I I – one, I'm sarcastic, so you can never get that over tags. Mm. Two, I also just like a good conversation on the phone. I like getting the response. Like, but I also, like you said, I'm not putting myself out there, and I also have really bad anxiety and everything. Yeah. So, like, when I start talking to people, like, I have to like it wait until I'm ready. We're we're like in the phone call area. So where I can say, like, oh, yeah, we can actually call each other. Yeah. Like, we've gotten this close where I don't have to schedule an appointment to call you or text you and say, hey, can we talk on the phone? Yeah. I can just randomly call. Yeah. That, to me, if we're not there, I feel like, or if you're not a person that's like that, I feel like that, to me, is a red flag. But also communication. It's, like, a big mm-hmm. red flag if you're a bad communicator. Because it's, like, I'm, I'm, and my friends get on me so much for this, but I say exactly how I feel mm. when I'm feeling it because at that moment, if I don't tell you how I feel, I'm probably going to let it fester, and then I'm yeah. going to be more mad about it or I'm going to, add more to it and it's just going to get worse yeah so i'm i'd rather you communicate your feelings and your emotions and everything to me and we figure yeah. out that in there and if it you know if it ends in something mm-hmm. that, you know probably wasn't the best way then mm-hmm. it happens i also feel like it's just i i hate this is like it's i don't know if it's a red flag or if it's something i just hate <laughs> mm-hmm. but i i hate when people say like i said that to you because i was mad yeah. I feel like that's such a cop-out when it comes it is to arguments. A For me, I will never sit there and, like, if we're having an argument, I'm never going to say, like, oh, my God, you're the ugliest human being alive. You are you look like a rat or whatever. <laughs> like, I would never say anything <laughs> awful like, like that. Now, may I say, like, oh, you did this, you did that, you're, like, you're disingenuine or whatever, or, like, something like that. And then like that really hurts your feelings. I will apologize for maybe the tone of which I said it because I was mad, but I will never apologize for what I said because I felt mm-hmm. that. It's like it's like apologizing for what you said drunk. The truth comes out when you have alcohol in your system. The truth comes out when you're upset. Yeah. You say what you mean. It's just, just own it. 
Just say, you know what, I said it because I felt it in that moment. I may not feel that later on because I've moved on. My emotions are gone. And I don't think you should ever apologize for what you said because you were mad. And mm-hmm. I hate when people do that or use that as a cop-out. They're like, oh, I was upset. I don't like that either. I, think I don't that like to me it. is the biggest red easy... flag, and I feel like when people do that, I, I just don't really mean it. Get, like, I don't really like, mean it. I just said, like, just say, like, oh, like, say one of your friends, closest friends came up to you and said, like, you're genuinely so annoying, and, like, some days, like, I genuinely can't be around you. Oh. And they were just upset that day. And uh, they circled back later and said, you know what, honestly, I didn't really mean it. I no. know Because at that point, you left me with so much trauma that I'm going to unpack that. Like, I'm going to think all my friends think I'm annoying, and I'm just going to, like... Shoot, I already think that enough. Like, <laughs> I like, 100% like, know my friends like, think I'm annoying. So yeah. It's, it's what it is. If but someone like, validated that for me, it would be over. I feel like that, that to me, not being able to, you know, talk on the phone and, like, talk in person to me, one is, like, it's a red flag, but I feel like the biggest one is not owning what you say. Yeah. I feel like just... I that, agree with that 100%. Just that, like, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Love Island, and I feel like I think... Not even getting advice from Love Island. <laughs> no, but I feel like... I started watching it years ago and I feel like that's when I really realized how stupid that saying is like I'm sorry I said it to you I was Words mad. hold so much power. I feel like if you said it just say it. Yeah. You know like I feel like I would almost rather be punched in the face than have had some of the things like said to me that got said to me in the past. Oh yeah you know? 100%. Like and you know, sometimes, sometimes, so, honestly, sometimes when people when people say something to me when they're upset I genuinely like circle back and I'm like you know what Maybe they have a point, and I really should oh, yeah, rethink how yeah. I act in certain situations. Yeah. I had one friend tell me that I complain sometimes, and I know the solution, and I just like to complain. And I was like, oh, you know what? You're kind of right. You're kind <laughs> of right. I feel like healthy. I'm a half. There's a mix of that that is healthy. With, if they're a good friend, like, if they want to see your quality of life go up, like, yeah. I think it is their responsibility to kind of I feel tell like you sometimes that. Sometimes I'm a glass half empty guy, and mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like hearing that, I was like, you know what? At first, I was annoyed. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Telling me you don't like me? But then I was kind of like, you know what? After it, now that I think about it, you're kind of right. Yeah. So I feel like that, to me, is the biggest red flag is if you can't own it, which you say. Yeah. I feel like my biggest red flag, on top of, like, you know, maybe complaining, sometimes I'm negative. I feel like, and that's something I really want to work on this year is not being as negative, but that's, yeah. a, that's a big thing. Yeah. Is uh, I feel like that's one of my biggest red flags, and I just like to push people's buttons. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's just me. I I also like I, I come from a, a very Italian family and uh, a very Italian mother, and I I can't stop an argument. Like I can't. I can. I will never even utter the words you were right. Oh, I I feel like maybe I could. Certain situations, yeah, but like, so I'm never gonna I have get to have, an argument with you. I, I have to have the last word, even if I realized I was. I've seen yeah. like one of those memes, like I realized Why do you I think was. That is? I realized I was wrong ten minutes ago, but I'm not gonna let you know I was wrong. Wow. I feel like I've gotten better at that, and I've just admitted, like, you know what, you're right. There's no point in this argument anymore, and I've gotten better because at a certain point, you, arguments just don't get you anywhere. No. But like. I feel like that that would be one of my biggest red flags is I I always feel like I have to have the last word. Okay. Now I'm working on it. I'm working on it though. Twenty twenty four. Now that I've unpacked all that. <laughs> um, so this last question, pretty heavy hitter. I feel like maybe not. If you had the attention 
of the whole world. I feel like we said this was going to be like rapid fire. This was not rapid fire. This is not it's rapid 30 fire. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try and make this one quick. If you had the attention of the world for five minutes, what would you say? And everyone listened and took in what you said. And you could affect, you could affect actual change. Mm. I think I would tell people that they're not as far gone as they think they are. I like that. I, I think a lot of times, like, especially in our generation, we do tend to see the bad. And, like, we're all our biggest critics. And I think a lot of times, like, I know for me specifically, like, one reason why I found it so hard to come to my faith was because I felt so far gone. Mm-hmm. And, like, in my experience, like, through a relationship with Jesus and just leaning into him and, like, kind of putting, you know, my my inequities and my my, you know, faults and my, the areas that I fall short, um, onto him. Like I was able to just find an identity through that and, um, just kind of realize like there's nobody who's not one worth saving and one who isn't able to be saved. So. I like that. I like that. That whole time you were talking, I was like, gosh, she had a good answer. What am I going to say? You're like, actually tell us if it's trash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like going on along with you said, just letting people know that you are enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like growing up, especially, you know, maybe I'd cater to a certain audience, but like letting people know that they're not alone. Alone. Mm-hmm. There's every, there's at least, there's what, 7 billion of us? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Or, wait, no, there's trillions. Trillions, something like that. I don't know. Like We're not, 3 trillion, I think we're not you know scientists or whatever <laughs> um but there's always italy there's there's so many of us there's one person who's experiencing what you're experiencing you're not alone and speaking up about certain things can really help you in the long That's run because you know there's been times where I, i've gotten to a road where you know you just don't see a way you know out of it yeah. and are certain situations That's where you real. don't feel like anyone's experienced that experience before and there's so many people, and I like I said, TikTok has opened my mind up so much to know that like I see somebody post this TikTok, and they're like, "Oh, this experience happened to me, and this was so terrible, and I didn't think I'd get out of it." And then you go to the comments, and you see all these people like, "Oh my God!" Like I experienced the exact same thing. Like I mm-hmm. thought I was alone. These songwriters who write these songs, you you realize you're never alone. So I I would want people to really hear that you are not alone. And there's so many other people in this world that could have experienced the exact same experience as you. And you should really, like, listen to those people and, you know. Seek them out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I try to get that on five minutes. That was good. <laughs> okay. So that was a good episode. Thank you so much for filling in for of summer. Of course. I, I think you have proven to be a great host and uh, a great guest. Thank you. Um, and you got two episodes back to back. I know. I feel honored. <laughs> How lucky. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Um, I can't wait to see um, see what you do in 2024 i'm excited i can't wait to see what you do you guys we're besties now we are you guys we've unlocked this we're Um, besties (laughs) the girls who get it (laughs) get it Uh, (laughs) so yeah summer will be back next week we'll have an episode at a regular time 9 p.m 9 a.m on friday um we have a lot of stuff coming for you guys in the next few months Uh, a lot of exciting things a lot of guests a lot of fun appearances um 
So we can't wait to get those out for you guys. So um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and close her out. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right.